Who can be considered Kushite Kemetic? First, let us acknowledge our exploiter's religion, Christianity, because as evil as it is, it must be doing something right for its creators for it to be such a powerful force. One of the things right that it does is makes religion very accessible for the average person. Anyone can claim to be a Christian simply by believing in Jesus, they do not need to go to church or even read the Bible. No one would argue that they are not Christian. Granted, they may not be a leader in the Christian community, deacon, pastor, etc., but that level of knowledge is not demanded of a person to begin to be Christian. This accessibility to membership is a concept they stole from Kemet. Contemporary African traditionalists are the opposite and suffer from an egotistical obsession with exclusivity and judgment. They don't allow anyone to claim membership in a religious movement unless they've paid thousands of dollars for initiation, fluent in all the sacred texts, are accepted by some useless secret society. And then they wonder why their religion is in jeopardy of extinction. In ancient Africa, the Nile Valley, to be precise, such elitism and exclusivity were not practiced in their spiritual science. While it is true that you could not be a leader of the system, Seba, without having been trained, anybody could claim to be Ozarian in that they believe in Ausar as the representation of the God-self that all must cultivate. This stance of the Kushite Kemetic culture is clear from the beginning. Tahotep warned us not to practice exclusivism when it comes to the community or think of us as different or better than someone unlearned. Many modern Nubians, Somali, Tigray, and Amhara are among the most racist anti-black people you will ever meet. We must not allow modern Arab-centric Nubians to be the sole authority on Kush or Kemet just because they are partial descendants. They have abandoned their original religion long before most other Afrakans. It knows less about ancient Kush and Kemet spirituality than other Afrakans who have only recently left their traditional spirituality. It is what we are doing when we deny someone the right to identify as Kushite Kemetic because they have not met our standards. All they have to do is believe in the Netaru, even if they don't fully understand it. In the opening to his philosophical text, Tahotep's first words are, Be not arrogant because of your knowledge. Take counsel with the ignorant as well as the educated. Limits to mastery in any field do not exist, and thus no one reaches its limit. Wisdom is rarer than emeralds, yet it is among peasant girls who gather to grind wheat on stone. Kemet's most famous texts on knowledge, the Book of Kunanpu, are reinforced. In it, we have a peasant man who is uninitiated in science and disregarded by an elitist. Yet, his connection to spiritual wisdom even without training or even the ability to read shines through that he impresses the most outstanding scholars. Let us not follow the fallen surviving slave-trading African traditionalist who promotes exclusivism, religious hierarchy, and initiation fanaticism, not to mention spooks. Let us follow the most ancient African teachers. They were not so vain to fall victim to exclusivism and deny even the ignorant the right to be considered a member of the Kushite Kemetic spiritual community. We are all a part of Amun-Ra and all of us, even the peasant girls grinding wheat on stone, have Tahuti, the omniscience of God, living in our consciousness.